0: hopefully i don't turn into a robot as it's recording. We'll see. If it does, i brought the laptop. Yeah, right. So.
1: All right, sweet. <sighs> the one that you wiped off all the uh, anti-glare. Yes. But dude, Is i got to i
0: got to admit, i brought it to school and i was a little worried about all of the fluorescent lighting above. It it doesn't yeah. there's no extra glare that i'm noticing. I mean, if you focus on it, yeah, i can see that there's um, we i think i have a similar thing on one of the i had to get an aftermarket side mirror. So the other mirror has this anti-glare coating on it and it almost makes it look blurry. <laughs> you know yeah like if you really focus on it yeah it your does Your new one or your old, the old one? one The yeah the old one so yeah um and the, what's crazy is that stuff uh the stuff that they put in those side mirrors it's a chemical and it actually eats away at the paint and it was leaking leaking out of it luckily it oh. was leaking um i don't know where it was leaking but it was not falling on the side of the car and uh, I decided one day to take it off like I was like I'll just I'll just eat eat the um, eat it and pay for it. So I ended up taking it to my uh, my father-in-law's shop and getting it done took care of it. the guy installed the new one and within like a day or two I think I left it on the floor sideways and it just all of the rest leaked out so <laughs>
1: uh, gross yeah
0: it's na- it was nasty it, it's a it's some kind of um, it's the same thing that's in uh i think like calculators that kind of thing like L L C D the liquid crystal display stuff so yeah anyway uh oh before be- i always
1: imagine oh yeah Go ahead. i was gonna say i always imagine when i was a kid and you would like press in on the calculator screen and it would make all the weird crazy <laughs> yeah. colors and everything i always imagine that's what being on drugs was like
0: <laughs> like you feel these like reverberations of color and stuff like just emanating yep. from your head and it's kind yeah. of what it's like when you stand up too fast. Yeah. You know, I get that that's every true. now and yeah. then. You get the stars, whatever that's called. The uh, You know, you, you black out for a bit and you see the stars. Like if you were pressing on your eyeballs real hard.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Everyone tries <laughs> that, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, that see, that black, uh, I Lucy, see black, Mom. I see black. Lucy Dacus has a, uh, or Dacus, Dacus. Uh, she has a new song called Thumbs. And she was talking about it on, um, on, on, song exploder podcast i think oh yeah and uh is literally about driving your thumbs into somebody's <gasps> eye sockets <laughs> Jeez. yeah
0: so not even like the fun part of it where you press your own eyes and make it uh, sparkly no
1: this is like you're murdering Jesus. somebody yeah yeah
0: <laughs> uh there's only what uh didn't that happen in uh inglorious bastards or something like that one of those tarantino oh, films that sounds right it's yeah just like yep let's just go the full mile and uh yeah do this totally I um oh, so you know I have a lot of downtime at work and uh, the Thursdays are the longest day, ten hours. And this yeah. one particular Thursday, I had nothing going on. I had done all the work for the day. I, I you know did all my curriculum updates and all that stuff. And I thought, you know what, I got time. Um, and I think I mentioned this in the Discord. I, I ended up pulling out our Chromecast again and giving it another go. Uh, and because it, it
1: oh yeah, what happened with your Chromecast? So I was
0: using it before. Uh, and what I was doing is we have two networks at school. We have the, the encrypted network or the, the password-protected network, and then we have the public one. Um, the public one, I imagine, is the 2.4 gigahertz. And so those yeah. only recognize that. So I had to, when I would stream my demonstration computer uh, to, the, you know, to the students, to the other side, the ones that are facing the opposite direction, I would do it to the Chromecast on the TV in the back side of the room. And it worked out flawlessly. It was great. Uh, I came back from summer break and they did some network upgrades and it no longer worked. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try and hook it up to my computer and see if I can get into this thing. And sure enough, it was a, it was a little update that needed to be placed, got it working again. And so I thought, you know what? I'm going to, uh, I'm going to test it with something good. And so I figured out uh, with the Google home app, you can, you can add in uh, uh, providers like Netflix and Hulu and stuff. And then it, it's pretty cool. It natively syncs up and, you can do it within the app, within the actual Netflix app. So I was in Netflix, and I was like, I'm going to watch. I haven't watched this. I'm going to watch Our Planet. Uh, and so I went to hit play, and it's like the very first episode is One Planet. And they they give you a very broad overview of what they're going to talk about with this. And uh, within like the first 15 minutes of it, I was reminded as to why I don't watch nature documentaries, David. <laughs> because oh. I have such a difficult time. And lo- it doesn't seem like they've done this in, in the next episode. They didn't do this. But uh, when I would watch National Geographic as a kid and you watch like, oh, you know, David Attenborough would be like, oh, the, the lone buffalo is injured. And right? right. And I always thought, why don't the camera crew just spook the the lion off?
1: Yeah. And they let yeah, it help. go,
0: I, you know, and it's never the case. And I, I still wrestle with that acceptance of this is nature and all yeah, we're observing it. Well, within the first 15 minutes, man. They had, have you seen
1: it, by the way? Uh, is Our Planet new? Uh, it's from
0: 2017? No, 2019. 2019. Yeah, probably then. Yeah. yeah okay, probably. so within like the first 15 minutes, they talk about uh, South Africa and the deluge of rain that rarely comes around. When it does, the flamingos fly in. And they come, and because it's so, uh, the the water is so rich in salt that they, they can drink it, but uh, they can't stay there for very long, and, and it dries out.
1: Oh, that's yes, yes, and they get caught if the,
0: exactly. If so the salt crystallizes. Exactly. License, so right. they show the the little mounds that they make, and thirty days later, the little baby flamingo will come out, and they're like walking around. They're yeah. all like, Duh! you know, they're so uh, doofy. But uh, and and they, a big tell for me when something's going well is the music playing in the background, and they're all walking across. They've got that long shot, uh, you know, high, it's zoomed in, but it's like a wide shot of of them all walking across the. The, the planes and i was like oh this is great this is fun and then the music stops and they cut to this little baby flamingo at the back and they say how it's got the little salt crystals of have hardened on its legs and it can no longer yeah. walk and i thought at that moment I was like i don't know if i can watch the rest of this man no it way. I, and i ended up doing it but by the end of it and I, I imagine this is what david attenborough's got you know his whole mission in life has been just to tell everybody like look we only got we only have one planet and and if we want to survive on that, we have to really take care of the world you love. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jimmy <laughs> Pod.
1: It's true. Though. It is
0: absolutely true. Yeah. Uh
1: I love David Attenborough. I
0: do too. And I'm so glad that we, we figured out that. on the pod that he is the brother of Richard Attenborough. That's right. Right. So the the Jurassic Park.
1: Godfather of Jurassic yeah. Park, yeah.
0: There it is. There it is.
1: <laughs> there it is. Um uh, what was it? Uh leftover aesthetics. Uh, I had a couple more people reply last week to our your new aesthetic challenge talking about that summer that you yeah. decided to change your whole Sweet. thing. Danielle Roman says, in high school, one of my friends was conforming too much. So I printed out a picture of one of those Birkenstock potato shoes. <laughs> they were ever so popular amongst the cool kids and wrote, I'll miss you when you're just like them and put it on his locker. He was not happy. <laughs> um, so I'll share with you the photo of the potato shoe, but that's pretty good. And uh,
0: I want to see what these look at. Let's see. Oh, yeah. All right. This yeah. is like the the and, uh, uh, leather version of the Dutch clog.
1: Yeah, sort of, yeah. Uh it's funny cuz uh, Jenna Batty King who uh had uh mentioned who we had mentioned previous last week uh says something about uh as cool as Kate Fontaine's Crocs. <laughs> um so yeah. And then, oh, and then Danielle Roman asked uh, if she could get a picture, which is why for your new aesthetic, the artwork I used was a picture of me in sixth grade, probably. Oh,
0: so sexy, man.
1: Maybe, yeah, that's got to be sixth grade. Yeah, I'm wearing the what is that, the Kentucky tuxedo, or what's that called, the <laughs> jean denim on denim? <laughs> yeah, it's more Canadian of a chambray tuxedo. shirt, but <laughs> Canadian tuxedo. Yeah, um, it's a uh, it's chambray on denim. But
0: uh, I didn't realize that yeah. was a thing until later on. I told my friends that I had a blue jeans and then I had a it was like a I think it's the same thing you were wearing. It's like a fabric jean material. But I didn't realize that was like a fashion faux pas to wear double jean. I thought I was being cool. <laughs> we both were.
1: Yeah. Did you know that was me when I shared that? Oh, photo? absolutely. Yeah. With my. Uh, oh, OK. So yeah, it's that's a good with one. my JTT haircut. <laughs> oh,
0: totally, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You actually and could rock it, tail though. tail coming out the side. Yeah.
1: You know, <laughs> just, I was thinking
0: about the bartender. It always
1: bothered me. Bartender. It's funny looking at it that uh, the, the the swoops are not even on both sides, and I remember that being, like, a, a thing, like a big pain point.
0: Oh, really? <laughs> it is, is it because, like, <laughs> yeah, the hair, like, like, rested overnight, and then where it was curled up before? I now, don't know. Probably. Yeah.
1: Probably. But if you look, like, the right side has, like, a nice swoop to it, and the left side... It kind of like just kind of falls flat. <laughs> I remember that being a pain point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Really, uh, diversifying our feed here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's all I have for housekeeping. Um, and uh, and yeah, I guess we might as well get into it. Yeah. So get this, dude. Let's hit me. I'm going on Ace Repertory ASCAP website, and I'm like, all right, the world you love, it'll tell me the fucking ASCAP number. No entry found. And I'm like, what the fuck? And so I think, and I'm like, I'm going to take the world the out. And I search world you love. And dude, that is how they have the song registered. I created. Everywhere, it's the world you love. But registered with ASCAP. It's world you love. World you love.
0: Yep. Uh, I don't know why, when I created the uh, the document, my uh, my notes document, I put in world you love. And I said to myself, I need to go back to Spotify to verify that it's World You Love or The World? And sure enough, it was the world right. you love. So yeah. I wonder if maybe they went with their gut, like, oh, that song that we wrote. I'm not gonna look at the you know the track listing we have
1: on our desk. <laughs> totally. Yeah, they're filling it's out. World I, I you imagine love. Jim at Unit 2 yeah. and he's filling out all the paperwork. <laughs> time for this.
0: <laughs> wow, okay. Yeah, I don't know. world you And love. I wonder if that's if that's because are there any the songs that we've done where that's been missing? If that's a natural thing that they take out of ASCAP. Oh, that's a good Is if the song starts with the. Because that would be, that would almost be, there would be a a grip of songs that are all the, all the, 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 the. If you listed them alphabetically. And I'm wondering if it's one of those things where it's like world you love. And then if they, if you saw the track, it's almost like a DBA where you can have it listed as the world you love.
1: Let's take a look if I can look for other tracks that started with the Have I Done This Before on the show? <laughs> <laughs>
0: the repertory. Uh I think the Cap is probably the the most uh riveting part of of our research. And damn it, we are gonna do it every
1: well when week. when things are uh yeah, when things Uh, show up there so i've got to approach this a different way because the bookmark i saved to world you loved is not populating uh which is fine i'm gonna go ahead and type in oh it's so weird i have so much hiss from your side but it's i think it's just over the phone uh i'm gonna go to my bookmarks and then just do a new search
0: register I mean, it would be nice if they had an FAQ um you see songs with the in the title
1: like uh, give me a the song the middle uh, there you go Let's the middle the middle or the middle
0: ask cap we create music I want to subscribe have, have you ever chosen to subscribe to emails David
1: <laughs> have you uh yeah you have I I have uh I think their website is down because uh None of my search terms seem to be working. Are you able to open this link to anything worthy of looking at?
0: Uh, yeah. So I've got song view, combined view of ASCAP and BMI works. Uh, Jimmy Eat World. Am I looking at just song view?
1: Uh, up top, it should say repertory search for title. Yeah, song view. Yeah. Oh, this like one mine says, says you. oh, no. Oh.
0: Let's put in the middle performer Jimmy world and see what comes up so that yeah. it, it was on for you.
1: Yeah. I get error found uh, invalid domain for site key.
0: <laughs> oh, interesting.
1: Uh, error for site. Owner. We'll see. And now this invalid is a weird one. For site so
0: uh, nothing comes up for the middle. So I'm going to put in. The out. You bet. Let's see what happens. There we go. You can't have. So it does. It goes alternate titles, middle comma, the. So you can't have a title ah. as the main one with the uh or starting it ah well there we are much ado about nothing man. there we are so we figured it out so there you go so it was just i can respect that yeah no, thanks for taking that journey with us
1: <laughs> it was a good one though At uh, least we okay know. so the album yeah the album is futures track five of eleven october 19th 2004 release produced by gil norton here is i i, I we it's just been a while, I felt like, since we kind of went over how this was recorded. So I'm just going to read through the Wikipedia notes here. Pre-production started and lasted for a month before recording sessions began in February 2004 at Cello Studios in Los Angeles. Norton and engineer David Schiffman were assisted by Jason Grossman and Stephen Rhodes. The drum parts and a few basic tracks were completed at Cello. Drummer Zach Lind said he fell into the habit of doing simple drum patterns during the making of Clarity and Bleed American, but Norton pushed Lind to challenge himself. Sessions then moved to home studio of Harvey Moltz, a friend of the band, in Tucson, Arizona, where most of the album was recorded. Adkins said the group simply wanted a change of scenery from California, as Tucson helped them work without distractions. During the course of the sessions, the band recorded up to nine or ten versions of each track. Additional recording was done by the band at the studio in te- at a studio in Tempe, Arizona. Strings were recorded at Oceanway Studios in Los Angeles with Jake Davies, who, assisted by, who was assisted by Greg Burns. Rich, Costi, and Davies acted as additional engineers. The latter also did digital editing while recording Strings for Drugs or Me. There were 30... Minutes remaining for the session, Davies transcribed a synthesizer placeholder for 23 into string notation and had the musicians record it with the time left over. Sessions were concluded in May of 2004 with mixing taking place in uh, mid-June with Costi at Cello Studios. He was assisted in this process by Claudius Mittendorfer with a secondary engineer, Dan Leffler. Costi mixed Drugs or Me at Avatar Studios in New York City with secondary engineer Ross Peterson, Ted Jensen, then mastered the recordings at Sterling Sound in New York City. That is how Futures was recorded. New York City. Song is written. New- <laughs> <laughs> That's a great commercial. Commercials just don't do that no. stuff anymore. I don't feel like. Even Super Bowl. Like, when's the last time you remember a really good yeah. Super Bowl ad? Yeah. Yeah. Uh so written by Jimmy World, artist is Jimmy World, singer is Jim. No one's featured on this track as far as I found. Uh notable high note of C5. Now, this is one of those qualifiers where it, it's written in blue on the website, and so he sings the C5 note in falsetto. Uh wow. and I'll bet we can ah! <laughs> with that part. <laughs> Um, <laughs> otherwise, good. it's B flat 4 and G sharp 4 are the high notes. Notable low notes, another qualifier in this. B flat, uh, E flat 3 and the C3. And the C3 is qualified in bold on the website. And it says bold marks particularly notable examples of this person's vocal capabilities. Oh. Um, so I'm wondering like, and it's the lowest note he sings in the song. So is it I got a story, almost it's almost finished.
2: Finished.
1: Dish, uh-huh. that's a Z3. Mm. I'm gonna call that a Z3. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we get two demos yes. with this. We get the uh, the, the released demo and the Trombino demo, uh, which goes along that means that leaves, according to Wikipedia, six to seven unreleased versions, right? And nine. Uh, they played it, yeah, they played it 78 times. First played. November 6th, 2003 at the glass house in Pomona. Most recently played January 29th, 2021 at the ice house for the Phoenix sessions. There are 958.6, uh, thousand scrobbles of this song from 171.5, thousand listeners. 26 of which are from me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah. And that is what I have for notes or for stats on, World you love, comma, the. <laughs> yeah,
0: 211 from me um, for Scrabbles on this track. Yeah. Um, 211? Yeah.
1: Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's great. I like this album. Oh, I forgot to say, it's a A-flat major key, 4B Camelot, 139 BPM, and 501 duration.
0: Uh, And it's funny you mentioned the whole Gil Norton pushing Zach thing, because my my uh, personal band note on this one is Zach is flexing on this track. Yeah, there's there's a couple of covers I watched that the guys hit the the toms perfectly, and I thought that's not uh-huh. easy to do. So when we get to that point, we'll we'll see yeah. what uh, what Zach was yeah.
3: doing. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. Exactly. It needs a it needs a closed hi hat end, and that's how we'll do it. Gil, and then Gil's like from the boards, like we're good, we're good. Zach, version nine is is it? Um, yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> Here we go with... Uh, Let's run through the lyrics. Here we Excuse go. Me. World you love, comma, the. Uh, this is a big song. So here we go. Let's start with verse one.
1: Oh, and I have pulled up the lyrics from the liner notes so we can compare uh, to what... Uh, I assume you got these from yes. Genius? Yes, so
0: stop me if I am cool. uh, mistaken here. Sure. Uh, I got a story. It's almost finished. Now all
1: I need... So on the liner <laughs> notes, it's I've got, a, got story. a story. I hear it. I hear it. And I think I've always said I've... But uh, I, I get, it's I it's the vagot. got, yeah. I got, I've got, I yeah, yeah,
0: yep, exactly. Uh, mistake, mistake here. Um, I've got a story. It's almost finished. Now all I need is someone to tell it to maybe that's you. Uh, and this guy, to me, I, I read, I try not to go on song meanings So today I went on song meanings just to look at what anything I may have missed. You can look at it from like love. You can look at it from drugs. You can look at it from uh, these personal demons Um, I, I, I took this on as a love song. And so I think is this a love story in this narrator's head or, uh, perhaps a vision of how things should play out? Like maybe he needs to explain or express this to this other person is, I need somebody to tell it to, um, my story.
1: Yeah. Like, uh, uh, what is it? What am I thinking of the the people of the past told their stories in order to keep the past alive yeah. right and that was how uh you know storytellers were just that like they were just keeping the uh history right alive and, by telling those stories and
0: those and those who choose not to uh what is it choose not to uh remember history the the failures and and uh, events in history are are doomed to repeat it so by keeping That's the right. stories alive you don't you know you're kind of keeping people from uh, making the same mistake twice uh, our time is borrowed and spent too freely. Every minute I have needs to be made up, but how? Uh, I think time is borrowed uh, is a reference to to them saying their time is already gone, and they may have wasted it. Uh, and all this time going forward, uh, the narrator will be trying to catch up on those lost minutes, but how do you go back in time? I mean, how is that even possible to make up for all this lost time? Uh, hmm. and, and that's the, that's the question that is sort of being posed. I don't know if it's the full question yet. And then the, the answer right here, or what his try is, is going to be, I'm looking for a nice way to say, and in quotes, I'm out. And then it goes, I right. want out. And I think this is what the narrator saying. I guess what I'm trying to say is, uh, and maybe in before he was kind of dancing around saying this, uh, but by saying it in quotes in two words with a period at the end of it, I'm out. Now he's just he's getting down to it and saying, um, I, you know, instead yeah. of me being non-confrontational and uh, maybe being a little passive-aggressive in my delivery, I'm out. I don't want this anymore. I want out.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, and you had said that our time is borrowed and spent too freely. You think that is uh, that uh, this the narrator talking about this relationship? Um,
0: yes. So let's let's like say I'm going to stick with the whole hour, um,
1: like. I mean,
0: if he's talking to the other person, he might be talking about that royal hour. Like our time is we as, as being like our time on yeah, earth is, is, is spent too freely. Every minute I have needs. To, and, and then he goes back to him talking about himself. Every minute I have needs to be made up. I've realized that I've wasted yeah. all this time. Um, but how can I do that? And like he's just trying to make a point, And she's probably looking at him like, get to the point, man. And that's what he's saying. Yeah. I'm looking for and a nice way yeah, to I say think- I'm out.
1: Yeah. And they didn't put that in quotes, but I I do agree that should be in quotes. Yeah. I like the punctuation on genius. There. Yeah. Uh,
0: nice way to All say. All right. It. So okay. Verse 2. Uh, I fall asleep with my friends around me. Only place I know I feel safe. I'm going to call this home. Uh Love Yeah, that. I, he feels more comfortable around his friends or he can maintain a platonic relationship. Uh, and that's what feels right at this moment in time. It's like I need to I I need to be around the people that make me happy and this This uh, life isn't really making me, uh, this relationship that we have together isn't making me happy. Uh, And the open road is still miles away. Hey, nothing serious. We still have our fun. Oh, we had it once. And I think the open road is a a metaphor for freedom. And it reflects on the fact that they still had uh, good times, even though maybe their time is ending, that they still had these good times. Moments that they can reflect back upon and say, oh, remember that time we went to Disneyland or that time we uh, we went to, I don't know, Pismo Beach, <laughs> sat on the beach and watched the sunset, yeah. uh, you know, that, that kind of thing. Um, and like we had that freedom once ourselves and then uh, the pre-chorus, but windows open and close. That's just how it goes. And I think this is uh, similar to Alexander Graham Bell's quote, when one door opens and or when one door closes another opens and this is essentially saying different paths in life different options are presented to us at different points in in time and and sometimes we take advantage of them sometimes they close when we're not expecting it and we have to move on and that's just life it's like you can't control these things they're out of your control and time just marches on
1: yeah and uh, only difference here on the liner notes is no but before Ah, windows 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 open and close close that's just yeah
0: that's just how it goes and then we finally get into the chorus Which is such a fun sing-along chorus. Oh, yeah. (sighs) Don't it feel like sunshine after all? The world we love forever gone. We're only just as happy as everyone else seems to think we are. And
1: so liner notes Uh has it past tense. The world we loved forever gone.
0: That would make sense. I could hear that world we love forever. Again, another forever. (laughs) Lost
4: in the, uh, yeah, yeah
0: just kind of making those compound words out of (laughs) for himself uh yep and i think i think jim's saying here is that doesn't that potential freedom feel like sunshine like warmth like home um and we're only just as happy as everyone else seems to think we are our time is over it's been spent why are we continuing to make this work for other people to think that we're doing okay i mean why are we living for other people so so far we've gone through two full verses a couple of little breaks or pre-choruses in there and then a chorus and then we jump into verse three now. Uh, I'm in love with the ordinary. I need a simple space and rest my head and everything gets clear. And I think things have become a little too complicated for him, uh, maybe in this life, and he wants to simplify it and make things maybe a little bit less chaotic. So, so far what I've gathered from this, if I if we're taking the perspective of the, the story being told from a love standpoint, it looks like they were in a relationship that, doesn't, that wasn't really working out and they were trying to stay together and this individual has sort of in behind the scenes been thinking about this other life that they could be living, that they wanted to be living. Uh, and now it sounds like in verse three, they're, they're look, they've made the leap of saying, I'm out. But now they're kind of in that moment of, okay, the hard part is over. The band-aid's been ripped off. Now I'm gonna go through and tell you why I wanna live this life. Like she wants, like she wants to hear it, right? <laughs> um, yeah. And then the second half of this is, well, I'm a little ashamed for asking but just a little helps. It gets me straight again, helps me get over it, over it. And I think that could just be, it could be pretty straightforward. That could be the drugs or the drink. Uh, And when when stress gets too high or you have fun, uh, this allows him to escape and kind of let it pass and move on to the next day and wake up and just start over, start fresh. Uh, And maybe that's what it is. Maybe it is a literal thing where he's like ashamed for asking for these, these substitutes in his life, a pill, the right pill, right? Or... (laughs) Or or a yeah. twelve pack of uh, Heineken. <laughs> Let me just get through this day, um, and then another pre It might seem like a dream, but it's real to me. Maybe she's ridiculing him, or maybe he's pumping himself up. But it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. This is my dream. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and then the final verse here is: You should see the canals are freezing. You should see me high. You should just be here, be with me here. And maybe at this point he's moved on. He's traveling. Uh, he's trying new things uh, or, or maybe he's just under the influence and it's just like he's everything seems euphoric and positive and there's nothing bad in his life. But it just seems like this is the past, not the past tense, but this is the this is like, let's say chapters have gone through. <laughs> chapters have, have passed in between. And now we're looking at this after a year's time. And he's writing her back saying like you should see the canals are freezing. You should see me high. You should just be here. Just be with me here. You know, one of those moments where they're like, they're, they're just trying to, I know that we had a rough pass, we had a rough break, but you just got to, you got to see this. You got to be here with me. You would love it. Uh, and the last little break here, the last, the last half of verse four is it doesn't seem like there are, I'm sorry. It doesn't seem there's hope for me. I let you down, but I won't give in now, not for any amount. And I think the self-doubt comes back a bit. Uh, maybe it's remorse, but he's made the right decision and he can't go back. I won't give in now, not for any amount. Like I, we, we can't do this again. Uh, and that's essentially uh, all of the lyrics now that was from the perspective of a relationship uh, I also read earlier on um, song meaning somebody said that they thought it was the uh, perspective of suicide which could be good now right. do you have the clip of Jim talking about it
1: uh, I do is, that, is it on, uh, on some pod yeah right? it's, it's like and a see? one
0: minute and eight second clip
1: yeah, pull it up here. because right. uh, apparently I didn't paste the okay. thing in my notes. I've got
0: it. I mean, I'll just I can just play it here. Um, it's <laughs> again, like we try to we try to look at this, and again, there's no right or wrong way of looking at a song unless someone like Jim comes around and says this is how this is what the song was about. When when you look back at the lyrics, you know, talking about uh, the setup of time, you know, time, and uh, I need I need a simple space with my friends, something to get over it. This makes a little bit of sense too. So this is Jim talking on the, this is what the the show notes say here. Uh, maybe one of favorite interviews happened after this one with me, Jim Adkins had to go do a radio thing where I heard the most inane questions and he gave them the perfunctory one word answers. Trust me, it bordered on disrespectful, reminded me all people deserve respect. Maybe that's why artists take the time with me. I love it. That what Jimmy Eat World has recorded and performed has impacted many people, including me, Frank. Do you have the uh, the title of the podcast that this is from?
1: No, it was just on this Listen and See Facebook page oh. or YouTube page. Okay,
0: yeah, and it's it, the the actual yeah. uh, the listing is uh, number eight. Jim Atkins speaks about the world you love. Yeah, the world you love. Um, is that is that about balance?
5: Um, I think it's it's just kind of about uh. Being on tour <laughs> I guess you could look at it as, as being as balanced you know like the idea that if that if you kind of take your whole take your devote your whole time into doing one particular thing then maybe other facets of your life kind of end up suffering because you're not living a well-rounded kind of uh, you know you're not, you're not getting the experience from other things that that mm. might thing that you love to do might be benefiting from do you feel more you've been you've been on tour enough i mean do you feel more balance when you're out on tour or when you're back home and there's a there's a switch that flips when i'm home or i'm when i'm on tour and then that's normal really yes it might take it might take a day or two to, to ease into it but you know if i'm at home i'm at home and if i'm on tour then i'm on tour and that's just kind of the way it is
0: so yeah, it uh, it sounds like it could be definitely about touring. Once you look you look back at the lyrics and you go, oh, I yeah. get it. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm still standing behind yeah. that. That uh, maybe when Jim's put on the spot, you know, he'll he'll say what what makes the most sense or what what had um, uh, inspired him. I still like to look at a lot of so these, here, these Jimmy World songs as, as from the point of view of a, a relationship. So,
1: so this guy's name is Frank Jenks. Frank J e n k s. His podcast is called Listen In Full Interviews. I converse with rock stars on the real side of life. My fr- my name is Frank Jenks, and I am searching and hoping and rocking and digging through life, just like them, just like all of us. Thanks for listening in, 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 uh, what's it called? Uh, brackets. Um, but he's got Eddie money on here. Um, Evanescence, <laughs> uh, Billy Squire, Matt Thiessen from like Hey, Oh, I should send this to city Hawkins pod.
0: Frank Jenks, man. Uh, All I'm seeing when I look up Frank Jenks, though, is the uh, is the 1902 born um, actor.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I hope he has like a mustache and looks like he should be in the cheers intro. He does not. Like not a mustache. It's a mustache. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, look, it says check Uh, this
0: out Uh, now. It's wavy haired American uh, character actor and musician. Frank Jenks was the son of advertising man, Frank Jenks and pianist Lillian Sadler um wouldn't well, that be wild if it was his son but that would be 1962 that wouldn't make sense so yeah. anyway it's another frank jenks
1: man <sighs> frank jenks yeah. i love frank jenks look <laughs> he's got the eyebrow going this is great so there you have it maybe he should be our uh, our artwork for <laughs> this <episode. laughs> this picture right here uh okay sick frank jenks classic
0: there it is um, oh yeah that's the that's the raised <laughs> di- that's the pee. <laughs> if you smell what the rock is cooking that's what it looks like
1: <laughs> yeah totally yeah <laughs> okay let's uh, uh let's take a listen to these demos yeah. um and i guess maybe we'll listen to trombino demo first because that would be probably the ver now what did we determine about these demos are there Gil Norton demos? Or are there pre-Trombino demos, then Trombino demos, then they went and recorded with Gil Ugh. Norton? I've already forgotten. Oh, what were we talking about with that? Uh I have a feeling, and I'm asking this for a reason, because the lyrics are closer to the released version in the Trombino demo, if I recall correctly.
4: Interesting. So
1: let's listen to the demo demo and see what we think that sounds like. Uh, do you uh, have you it up? What, no, is that one in the up?
0: drive? I, I have the one... Uh, I have the demo that's on the new I think they're both on the drive I have the new deluxe uh, queued up but that is not the demo demo that I believe you're talking about uh, I mean and I will search for it right now world you love demo
1: I believe that is the one that was on the deluxe edition is the demo then the Trombino demo is separate okay. of that and that's on Google All right, you drive.
0: ready for this Trombino demo
1: uh, sure let's listen to Trombino demo I believe he says I need someone to tell it to in this version
3: the story it's almost finished all i need is someone to say it to ah
1: ah <laughs> this trombino he says say it to them. i th- I got him conflated
3: time is borrowed and spent too freely every minute i have needs to be made up but how
1: you think that's rick or you think that's jim on the bass there
3: nice way to say I'm
0: out hmm. I, I love what he's doing out. I don't know I think it's Rick
3: I fall asleep with my friends around me the only place I know I feel safe I'm gonna call
1: this home the open road is still my like he, it feels like Zach wants to break out And he just
0: Yeah Can I add some more toms in man
4: Yeah there's, this is like a, a quarter of the toms That he
0: actually plays
3: Yeah
1: I think it's a loop Because the toms yeah, are is, hitting in is. weird spots Because these, these wouldn't be in here So let me
0: ask you this. Uh, did you let me know what the what was the BPM was for this track?
1: Uh, I did. It was 139.
0: Okay. I tapped for a couple of measures, and this was about 122. But I'm just thinking yeah. it's dragging a little bit. There's something about it that <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's the energy or if it's just that it's the fact that there's, you know, what, 13, 14 beats per minute difference, which is pretty significant. Yeah. I might have been tapping off, but. Uh, it just seems to me like there's some it, like <laughs>
1: tapping off live on pod, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so th- I'm just trying to think of the timeline. How would they? Not not saying this isn't possible, but how would they work with Gil Norton and then what? Like bring Mark in or
1: and and then no no, no 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 no. They were working with Mark and then they fired Mark.
0: Right, but you're saying that the lyrics of the Trombino version were more in line with what the studio version was.
1: Oh, I guess the the de- well—that's what I was confused about. But you're listening to the Trombino version, yeah, correct? Yeah, yeah. So the uh, the difference is in the other demo version, he says "tell it to" versus "say it to," like he said oh, okay. in this version. Okay. And I conflated the two. I see. That's yeah. what you
0: were saying when you used the "conflated" the first time. <laughs> I was yes. I was so stuck on the music. All right, gotcha. All I heard was "conflated."
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Got it. Okay. Timeline works out. <laughs> okay. Let's see. That's that there. Now you want to listen to the world you love. Now let's listen to the yes,
1: the other one, which I guess we'll call the Gil Norton demo, yeah. but could potentially just be them recording between Trombino and getting in with Gil.
0: Right now, this one sounds. Who's to say? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the other one sounded like I, it's tough to say if that was if that was uh, Jim or Rick on the bass. It might have been the quality of it made it sound more like Jim's playing recording, but it could have it could have just been rick laying down something simple i don't know yeah uh so now we have this introduction here for this version is going to be a a a loop a drum looper right let's listen to this i don't know no i guess it's just
1: that sounds more like the beat yeah, yeah it's just flattened out that's all
0: first time i heard it it just sounded so i don't know produced the uh the sound like out of a a midi midi keyboard or something
1: right i do have a note about the snare he used so
0: (laughs) please tell me it's an acrolyte (laughs) who
1: who can know
3: i know i feel safe i'm gonna call this home oh yeah we still miles away ain't nothing serious, but we still have our
0: gun ah you can you can feel it the stages of this whole song are beautiful <laughs> oh
3: yeah
0: Like, even when he comes back into verse 3, it sounds like they're starting the song a third time. Different instruments in the background. I love it. All the crashes drop out, and it sounds like it's starting back over again. the hi-hat snaps man (laughs) yeah man (laughs) that one kind of sounds like it's got that that same like hey zach play a few bars of this and we'll just loop it back doesn't it like the the tom runs
1: it's just the the tom's hitting weird spots yeah
0: it's like when you leave the looper on in GarageBand or logic and it's like it keeps going into the chorus you're like oh i gotta cut it off and put in some extra yeah, but
1: but for now it's it works yeah. it's fine it's in time
0: yeah right god the drums are so tight in the in the studio version it's so good i could you know yeah, i know oh, right like perfected it
1: and and that's probably like i'll bet like Gil got that oh, out yeah. of him where it was like not no, yet sounds no. fucking rad yeah like, as opposed to throwing the kitchen sink I at know. it and like all right i'm gonna do a fill every second line then Fuck
2: you <laughs> <laughs> Oh, bring or did best Zach up. do
1: that and then Gil went in in the edit chopped and it like, all, all up right, yeah now, let's make some <laughs> let's make some sense out of these goddamn yeah. drums <laughs> yeah uh, so I did have a couple of notes uh-huh. uh, and one of which is that I saw that this was originally titled Suicide so I know you saw that somebody had mentioned that it could be about suicide but get this two things rebirth 2010 on october 11th 2004 said first of all valerie you don't have the chorus right what so oh blah, blah blah they're arguing about the lyrics um anyways when the song was first played live the track listing on the set list read suicide as the title for this song i'm under the impression that in a very bittersweet way this song is ultimately depressing to me Definitely along the lines of being young, perhaps drug use, but don't know. But it's a damn good song. So I did some more research into it. And one of my research uh, things is to go to the liner notes of the deluxe edition of Futures, which has track by track breakdown from Zach. And here's what it says. The world you love in parentheses, a.k.a. Suicide. So there it is. Okay. this song experienced a full life before it was released. It's been put through the ringer, jumped through endless hoops, packaged and repackaged endlessly. All the songs are really important to us, but this song was always one we felt really close to. Even though the song is new, it felt like an old favorite, and I think there was a little bit of emphasis on making it special. So that is what it says on the liner notes to the deluxe edition said by Zach himself. Uh. So... Is it about being on tour? Is it about suicide?
0: Is it about love?
1: I guess we'll <laughs> leave it up to the listener. Yeah, man. and I, like, I
0: think that's yeah. important, too. Not, my take isn't the take. It's just what the take I took when I needed it. a I
1: take. Yeah, it's a take.
0: When the when the taking needed to be <laughs> A taken. take
1: rack. A take rack. I don't even own a take, let alone several takes to necessitate a rack. A take rack. Are you mental? <laughs> really good, man. It's a nice ad lib. Thanks. <laughs> uh so get this dude they just uploaded this demo to youtube on september 16th not two weeks ago
0: interesting and this
1: is from the Jimmy world um, account yeah. to their official Ooh. youtube account yeah isn't that weird yes. they knew we were in you season yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man i love it um uh uprocks had ranked a bunch of Jimmy Eat World songs prior to surviving coming out. Here is what they said about number 11, The World You Love. For a quintessential band with a genre synonymous with bombastic oversharing, Jimmy Eat World are granted an unusual amount of author- authorial distance. Credit their modest public profile or his tendency to write in broad strokes, but unlike to say... Uh, with bright eyes or taking back Sunday or say anything, the enjoyment of Jimmy world's music is not at all contingent upon believing that Adkins is actually the main character in his songs. We are only just as happy as everyone else seems to think we are. Adkins sings on the world you love. And judging from the future's cuts that immediately surround it, work, kill, pain, it stands to reason that people don't know the half. It's easy enough to hear the world we love as strictly about a relationship trying to survive physical and emotional distance, albeit more satisfying to interpret. I'm just looking for a nice way to say I'm out. I want out as bringing the subtext of futures to the surface that the darker follow-up to their blockbuster breakthrough is darker because of everything that comes with making a blockbuster breakthrough. So that's what Uproxx had to say about their number 11 on, I think it was their top 30 Jimmy world. Okay.
0: Now I've got a couple of uh, little bites from some different magazines and and yes, other please. publications that kind of touch on a similar thing, some not so lovingly. So here we've got uh, Ruckus Mag. Oh. Ruckus Mag was pretty nice. So ruckusmag.com. Uh, this came out uh, November 2nd, 2014. This was in reference to a show uh, at Club Nokia. Is Club Nokia still a thing?
1: Or, or is everything... has everything... I guess I don't know. It's hard to say because everything was right. closed. Right, okay. Um.
0: Interesting. So... While you're looking, this is uh, Jimmy. No, it's called the Novo now. Oh, interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Nokia is not right. like I was, really. I was a just going to say. More, right? <laughs> Does so, anyone? Yeah. Have? yeah. But you know, the much Novo like by the phone, Microsoft,
0: the uh, venue is indestructible. But OK, so Novo.
1: So Microsoft is the corporate sponsor. Gotcha. Though.
0: OK, so this is from uh, written by Dan Sinclair, November 2nd, 2014. In yeah, this is the uh, the review of the show. So they're just talking about tracks here. After Jimmy <laughs> Eat World plays the second song off of Futures, the melancholy just tonight, the crowd helps them sing work, shouting out their best O-O-O's. Adkins is grateful for the support. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for coming out tonight. Next thing, get mellow for kill. Uh, the spotlight seems to be shining on Adkins for The World You Love, with the rest of the fellows draped in the shadows behind him. So he must have done this acoustic then, huh? Um... Or
1: I was at that show and I don't know.
0: OK, not sure if this is by design or just how the writer sees things after walking up too many flights of stairs before a show.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is a very strange. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: so that's what they had to say about that. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it was acoustic or not, but it, I, mean, I imagine either they were uh, they didn't come out. And then he goes, then shit gets crazy when pain comes up. So maybe they come out or the lights come up and they all just erupt. I don't know. World You Love seems like one that would require all four of them, right? Yeah. So, not sure on that. Uh, I'll look it up. Okay.
1: I'll look up that that show to see if anybody posted fan video. Because, actually, I didn't go to that show. I went to Clarity at that theater. I went to Futures 10 uh, with you up in Ventura. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, this was... What
0: was that last one from? This was from this was from November 2nd, 2014. Uh, this is allaboutjazz.com. Uh, Mike uh, their article titled Jimmy World at the Space at Westbury, uh, October 20th, 2014. Okay, so I see he wrote it a couple weeks later on the 2nd of November. Uh, okay, uh, the members of Jimmy World drink Gatorade and Poland Spring, at least on stage. The band's crew placed numerous bottles of both near each member's station. It was a good thing, too, because as the show unfolded, the band members, especially lead singer Jim Adkins, who played and sang with such intensity that he was soaked in sweat from head to toe, definitely needed the electrolytes yeah, sounds about right. yep, and serious rehydration touring in honor of the 10th anniversary of the release of futures the band delivered an evening of guitar driven modern rock with emo influences after a quick opening set by mini bosses featuring a cover a killer cover of yes. billy Joel's moving out the band kicked off the evening of futures from the same uh, album of the same name. The band was in fine form, functioning on all cylinders like a well oiled machine, satiating the capacity crowd at the mid sized Long Island venue by playing the rest of the seminal release in its original running order. Just tonight, work with its sing along chorus and raw and emotional kill the world you love. Prior to which Adkins thanked the audience for coming. So, same thing as the show uh, from before. And then pain during the, which the audience joined the band uh, on "Takes My Pain Away" chorus. Oh, they missed—they had a couple of misspellings here. They said Jimmy Word, uh-huh. Jimmy Word first, and then ban instead of band. But uh, oops! Yeah, again, another uh, looks like another live show review there. Um, ah, the Amherst Student Archive. Eclectic Futures oh. captivates with lyrical genius by Ashley Armato, staff writer. The beauty of Futures in it is in its diversity. Although the band members have never considered themselves emo, many of its past tracks have contained dashboard confessional-like qualities. What they have done with this album is simply incredible, combining fast punk rock with beautiful melodies and ballads. Never before has Jimmy World displayed their ability to dominate j- various genres at this level. One of their trademark trademarks which lives on in Futures is their knack for creating catchy hooks and choruses while retaining a sense of meaning. Despite their acceptance by the mainstream, Jimmy World and their music has avoided sounding contrived or manufactured. Uh, the fifth track, "World U- The World You Love, sounds more like tune-down punk than emo. With its awesome guitar solos and strong climaxes, the song really stands out. So another little uh, simple review there on The World You Love. At least they they didn't uh, talk trash on it. I think these next couple, I think, are pretty crappy. Uh, let me start with, I think, the Columbia Tribune. Yeah, yeah, this sounds The Columbia pretty Tribune, crappy. <laughs> the last time we did uh, a Futures track, uh, we, we brought up this individual's article. This is Eric Danielson from the Columbia Tribune uh, posted July 9th, 2015. And he just made a wish list for what they would play uh, in Mesa when they played uh, their show for the locals. And he wanted kill from futures uh, saying also to, de- to defend this. The first half of this now decade old record is practically flawless. A number of tracks, including work and the world you love would get over in an intimate setting. Uh, trying to settle on one song, I went with the demo versions featured on the album's extended edition and was reminded again why Kill might be the quintessential Jimmy World song. Its quiet verses and roaring refrains would afford Adkins the opportunity to turn on a dynamic dime. So a couple quick mentions here, the last two that I have. Uh, one is from the eagleonline.com, 2004. This is November. This article was posted. Colleen McCarthy, ugh. When Jimmy World sang platitudes in <laughs> praise chorus on their last album... It was forgivable because their candid idealism was actually refreshing. But now they use their signature style as a vehicle for a stack of generic grievances that whine sullenly and often unimpressively. While there are tracks on this album that can annoy even stereo speakers, Futures is not a failure. Ah, Amid the oversized rock phrasing and psychiatrist chair lyrics that assault the listener for most of this album, The World You Love feels like a comfortable refuge. With this song, Jimmy World proves that they haven't lost the knack for what they're good at, making cliches of both style and expression new and palatable. Um, so maybe I take it back a little bit, kind of like a, a slap in the face, though, before, talking about, uh, you know, a praise chorus from Bleed American and and what you were saying about, you know, they had to kind of continue and, and go back to... A di- their Futures is a different sound from Bleed American. And I don't think that... It's kind of like with, with Weezer fans and expecting the next album to be just like the last. No, like, they're doing this because... This is a concept. This is a concept. This is something they're trying. And that's why they're Weezer and they're not some other band. Uh, last, <laughs> last little one I have is from uh, October 22nd of 2004. Entertainment Weekly says, ah, The middle Jimmy World's bouncy O2 smash urge listeners to live right now, but on the gloomier follow-up to their platinum self-titled discs, quavering singer Jim Atkins sound preoccupied with moments past. We still have our fun, or we had it once. He moans Debbie Downer style on The World You Love.
1: Yeah, that's the best part of his delivery. I know.
0: Uh, Are the guys who smuggled emo into TRL via cheery anthems now trying to drive the kids away with bleak dirges? Not quite. But the Arizona (laughs) Quartet has sacrificed some of the poppy immediacy of its previous album, instead reprising the expansive moodiness of the 1999 cult fave, Clarity. (laughs) W- witness sh- the pretty but droning ballad "Drugs or Me." Screw you, Entertainment Weekly. <laughs> and who wrote this article? Brian Hyatt.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, who's going to Entertainment <laughs> Weekly for their right. hard hitting?
0: Yeah, he probably he r- probably felt slighted by music. his uh, the editor. He's like, oh, yeah, I got to do the. <laughs> no one's going to read my article on Jimmy World, <laughs> but luckily he gave it a B minus. So,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> that's all I got, man. And then uh, also, uh, very lovingly, uh, Chorus FM put a nice little. Uh, mention, and a link to the Futures uh, Deluxe Edition. Just announcing three weeks ago, Jason Tate says that a deluxe version of Jimmy World's Futures is now up on streaming services featuring demos, rare songs, and new masters of other tracks. So give him a shout-out for posting that. Both the Apple Music and Spotify. Thank you very much.
1: That's right. <laughs> yeah. He's the man. He is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's the consequence of Sound Blurb, also when they did their run-up to Surviving. Uh, This is uh, so uh, also they had like, what makes this a Jimmy world album? What's different about it? What's on the cover? All that type of stuff. Here's the verdict Uh. for futures. Perhaps this album didn't attract as much attention as bleed American because it's gasp dark, darker and heavier. That's actually a bit ironic considering songs like Futures and Nothing Wrong should have resonated well with Angry Young Folk of 2004. The fact that (laughs) Futures wasn't released as a single until after the 2004 elections probably didn't help. 23 and The World You Love harken back to clarity while Pain and Just Tonight put an edge on the catchiness of Bleed American. The fact that this record didn't cement Jimmy World's status may be more a byproduct of the three years between releases than the material because it's a damn fine effort and it was interesting like back in those days like it's hard to believe that there was only two years between the release of enema and take off your pants and jacket right and um i mean what other i felt like they would always rush a band to do the next record after they had a big hit
0: and that shows Um, just how did i mean i imagine that there's the reason why they're doing that uh maybe there's historical data that says oh we have to we have to strike while the iron's hot but it also demonstrates like the disconnect between the music community and people at record industry you know trying to just say look let's try and squeeze every last ounce of you as a band we love you as a band you know until you don't make us any money anymore and then they move on to the next big thing but it just you know it's like every two years almost seems like too much to me like i can't especially when i have back catalog that i go through and listen to uh, three to four years to me sounds comfortable for a band to come out
1: Yeah, but what's funny is I remember it feeling like a lifetime before Futures came out. But yeah, now it's like, I mean, between Integrity... I was still in love with Integrity Blues when Surviving came out,
0: you know? Uh Yeah.
1: Um, And I mean, the fact that they're potentially working on new album, on new music right now that could be a new album is like I mean I guess but I, it's it just feels so weird because they didn't get to tour it like same with blink 182's 9 record uh they ended up pushing back that record and doing an enema tour the summer it was supposed to have come out and that was in 2019 so they never got to tour 9 and right. <laughs> uh I mean I guess Weezer technically has now done both a Van Weezer slash I mean where did they play any okay human songs um at the at the Hello Megan
0: God, I have to look at the set list again, because uh, we were walking up as they were kind of getting going. Um, it sounded like. What? Yeah, I know. I know. Oh, because they played early, huh? Yeah, They did. Yeah, unfortunately. So we were walking up as they were kind of uh, in the middle, the, the first third of their set. So. Um, oh, my goodness. Yeah. I didn't hear any of K-Human. It was more the the image that he's trying to portray is that 80s metal. So they played a lot of their rock songs. Right. And so, yeah, no, I didn't hear any of that stuff. They played Hero, um, some Van Weezer stuff, and then they played uh, some of the covers. And then but no, I didn't I didn't hear many. Um, OK, Human. Oh, OK.
1: but Yeah. All these bands didn't get to play their records really. Yeah. Uh, out uh, for this cycle. So it's weird that people are potentially coming out with new music. And it's like, are these going to be the forgotten albums or how? Right. How's that going to like go <laughs> going forward? Um, and then lastly, I have this bit on the snare uh, that he used. December 6th, 2018, Zach posts this image of an orange snare drum to Twitter and says 1950s WFL mahogany snare drum five and a half by 14. I use this drum on the intro to The World You Love from our Futures album. It was a low tuning with lots of muff- of muffling. It also sounds great tuned higher with less muffling you can download samples of both tunings here and he links to a dropbox yes
0: and okay does this feel kind of weird so i've got my dropbox account linked to everything right dude the fact that yeah th- does it feel a little weird like the fact that you click on this and, and you're being you're you're not on his computer right this is the this is the uh the cloud version of dropbox but he dropped these into a folder on his computer and we're we
1: let's download these.
0: Let's do. I want to play a couple. So I've got three ready to go for the low tuning, heavy muffling, same sound as World You Love. Would you like to hear one medium close? Yeah, medium dude. rooms up or medium rooms. One, two, or three. Yes. <laughs> let's do medium close. Let's see what this sounds like. Okay. <laughs> Out of here. Oh, it's one. It's one hit. <laughs> oh, there's there there's single yeah. hits. Got it.
1: So yeah, let's. I guess listen to them all. <laughs>
0: yeah. Here's medium rooms up. Got it, got it. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, and then this is medium rooms. Yeah, uh, I hear you hear okay. the diff. You hear the diff. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I okay, definitely okay. understand the uh, high tune. High tuning medium. There's a whole crap load of them. So let's do. I'll pick three.
1: so Yeah. There's mediums, rims, <laughs> and softs.
0: <laughs> we'll do one medium, one rim, and one soft. <laughs> sounds like
1: yeah. Let's, it sounds uh, like we're in uh. Let's do the, <laughs> like, let's do the closest. We're in Europe, the closer, ordering the something. Close, the
0: yeah. Or <laughs> in the red li- red light district in uh Holland. Let's see. Okay, I was a medium close. Uh let's it's a rim close. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. And then we'll do uh soft soft close.
1: <laughs> okay, I want to do something crazy. All right. Now uh, you don't have a way to do this, so I'm gonna have to create this for you, uh-huh. and then uh, and then send it to you. But I'm gonna just string them out in a timeline. Okay. Uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and I want to listen to all of them together. Okay. Now, I just want to talk about
0: real quick, just to go back on the whole Dropbox thing. Please. I'm yeah. impressed with Zach's uh, file naming uh, scheme. So he has, uh, I've gotten away from using underscores just because you know percentage twenty is just so easily acceptable now in URLs and all that stuff, uh. WFL 50s Mahogany 5.5 by 14 snare samples, all, all title-cased properly. Um, and then an, a subfolder, low-tuning, heavy muffling, or high-tuning, medium muffling. Uh, and every one of these samples is titled correctly. It's like, it's not all lowercase. There's no misspellings. I'm impressed for uh, for the amount of uh, time this guy spends online, uh, you know, tweeting and <laughs> stuff. <laughs> And uh, and responding to the pod account. um, Guy's pretty good. Guy's pretty good with his file naming. To me, I'm impressed. And if we were ever talking, you know, side by side at a uh, Cardinals game, this is what I would bring up. I'd say, hey, so I was in your Dropbox recently.
1: (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, Where is uh, MP3 is the best thing for me to send? Yes. Okay, sweet. I'm moments away.
0: All right. I'm going to add a new playlist called The World You Love or World You Love uh i'll drop it in man whenever you have it for me okay i am listos for that so that's cool that was quick for you to download and then just string them all together so it'll be neat to hear him because he's got what like is it two seconds of just drop off after after the hit
1: uh two seconds of drop. oh yeah probably i don't i didn't look at that i just uh i just hit export okay uh, you know what i mean um i'm trying to figure out like it's weird uh that it's not going exactly where i wanted it to so here it comes
0: Oh, here it is. This is the this is the the file. Are we ready for this? Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. All right, here it is. This is the WFL 50s Mahogany 5-1 in all different variations. Uh close rim, uh <laughs> room, all
1: that stuff. <laughs> can't get enough of this there. This is the one.
0: And Do you think tribute. there's like a Discord of drummers that like they like trade stuff and they like this is what they send each other is like links to like this is what it sounds like low tuning heavy. You know, there,
1: in Mark Hoppus's Discord, he'll post waves of him playing songs, uh, and he'll be like, "Oh, it was this bass with this setting and all that stuff." It's really really cool, well, and I have like all these. Although he does not name his files very well. Like it's just like 2B. And I'm like, oh, okay.
0: Well, did you hear it? Can you can you hear the quality of it? It sounds lo-fi to me. Almost like something you would pull out of like a, a VGA game. On your computer back in like 1991, <laughs> where it's you know, like a sound—the
1: way the snares, yeah—it just sounds so. The, the it doesn't sounds? sound
0: the stuff we listen to on SoundCloud. I, I would Club, say it's
1: like dry, so you can, you know, is this the is this the equivalent of like log, <laughs> where like you can, re, you know, it's really high res these waves, so you can really like boost the mids. May, and oh, stuff I like get that to if what you're saying. Yeah, maybe, maybe. You know,
0: the stuff we listen to on that little uh, thing we found on SoundCloud was crisp where you heard him kind of sampling the the snare and yeah, all that. Yeah, that's true, yeah. This just sounds, I mean, it not to knock it, just sounds, I, again, I'm not a drummer, so I'm not going to knock it. I'm not going to say anything. I have no idea what I'm talking about, David. <laughs> <laughs> I take it back.
1: If it's not an acrolyte, like I, I, I don't know. I know just, I can't, I can't,
0: I can't deal with anything that's not an acrolyte. I don't know what this WFL 50s <laughs> mahogany bull is.
1: Uh, so that was, uh, cool. Cause I did not, I think I saw the Dropbox link, but I didn't read the tweet. So I was, uh, I was like, anyway, kind of surprised. So now beat analysis records, uh, at stew, the deluxe, December 6 2018 says, can they be used in pro tools and logic or anywhere? That sound was pretty awesome. It almost sounds like the snare in closer And Zach says, yeah, can be used in any DAW, which is digital audio workstation. And then Benjamin Mariano, uh, Mixmaster Mariano says, you're a hero. So I don't know, man. People seem to really like that he did that. I'm missing
0: something, clearly. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, this, it just,
1: (laughs) it just sounds,
0: I I don't know. (laughs) I'm not grasping it. And this is why I don't work in the music industry, David. (laughs)
1: Yeah, it sounds like shit. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, and uh, that is all I have for track notes. Uh, for this, um, let's take a look here. Uh, shall we listen to a couple live versions? Yeah,
0: of go ahead. Yeah, uh, let's get those. All right, I'm gonna going. put
1: here and watch together. This is from the Ventura show that we oh. were at. Uh, this is an interesting angle. Somebody was like right next to the stage. Sounds like it too. (laughs) I was not this close at that show. was posted by music is love vids um uh who looks should be this girl that probably lives up in uh, ventura yeah. she's got lots of she stopped posting four years ago it looks like but lots of uh live Man. videos um and next i don't know where i got this one this is like one of their more recent uh posts uh it's up on google drive and i can message you this now Uh, but uh, The World You Love a more recent version that's not so blown out I think Mix is really good on this like a board recorder or something
0: okay let's see
3: got a story it's almost finished now all I need is someone to tell it to maybe that's you Time is borrowed as men to be free Every minute I have needs to be made up So please But how
2: That's I'm like a big workout for sex pack
3: Nice bit say I'm out sleep with my friends around me the only place i know i feel safe i'm gonna call this home the open road is still miles away ain't nothing serious we still have our fun oh we had it once so uh, yeah. close, that's just how it goes. Don't it feel like sunshine after all?
1: That's clean. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So good. So good. Um, So, yeah, those are the couple live versions that I just happened to pick out. I don't know if you saw any others that you wanted to shout out. Uh, Not
0: really, no. Mm
4: Mm-mm.
1: All right. Uh, you got anything good from community? I did not d- go a, do a deep dive in community. I didn't do what I said I was going to do last week, which was approach the community for things about the world that they love or some bullshit <laughs> like that. So I only have one thing for community. Uh, um, I got a couple. But do you have anything great? Um, All right.
0: I, I got the normal stuff. So I got uh, from a year ago, JG429, Song of the Week, World You Love, uh, submitted by Stella. Oh, Stella good. Bella. Uh, doing number two again this week because I'm bored and slowly going insane. Plus, this is one of my favorite songs, The World You Love. Reason, I always think this is such a beautiful, underrated song. I love how it tells a story, and I really connect with some of the lyrics. I'm in love with The Ordinary is such a simple but stunning line. I think the song has stood the test of time. The soaring chorus concludes with, we're only just as happy as everyone else seems to think we are, which really hits home in the Instagram generation.
1: Oh, yeah. That's that's
0: a really good comment there. Uh, The soaring chorus concludes with, we're only just as happy as everyone else thinks we are. That The whole song, I mean, I talked earlier about the different stages of this song, and you can kind of see how they come back into verse 3, and it sounds like they're just starting fresh. Like, now they're getting into the song, and they're a, they're a minute and a half, two minutes into it. Uh, it's got such a a beautiful, like, a crescendo there at the end that they, they've led up to with this song. It's so pretty. Um, again, uh, let's see. Look for it here. Uh, Again, A Year Ago by JG429, all-time favorite Jimmy song. No ties, no talking around it. What's your all-time favorite Jimmy song? I was trying to think of mine today. Very hard to do. And she's landed on The World You Love, which kind of surprised me, but I think that's it. It encompasses everything I love about this band, and there are so many lines in it that really speak to me. It's somehow sad and hopeful at the same time. I thought I'd pick something on Bleed American like a praise chorus, but the whole Futures album and that vibe really speaks to me uh again jg429 with the winning commentary there and let's see ah this was from swing set clouds a couple years ago anyone else purposefully avoiding info about the new album uh let me tell you a story in 2003 my best friend who got me into jimmy world linked me to a place where i could download music from a live show the show took place on 2003 uh oh yeah i see uh 2003 1106 in pomona california At Glasshouse, during which the band introduced four new songs, Kill, Nothing Wrong, Suicide, and Sex You. These things were taken from a cheeky photo snapped of the band's own scribbled set list. Suicide was what we now know as The World You Love. I assume it was designated Suicide because the band was not well rehearsed with it, but the possibility that it had something to do with Suicide (laughs) literally has always intrigued me. So that's what you have there. Uh, Yeah, and they just renamed the tracks there. Uh, Jimmy Sort World. Ah, Six months ago, man. It seems so long.
1: Hey! Yeah.
0: Uh, And check this out. So uh, World You Love shows up as number two in a couple people's uh, listings. Just Another Fine Day. Uh, They had number one was The Middle, which was surprising. And then number two, The World You Love. And then, of course, who we've been mentioning all all evening here was... uh, Where is she again? JG429. Polaris as number one. And then number two was The World You Love. And then number three was The Middle nice it's a lot of love there nice um and then at the end of hers she goes me crying when it prompts me to pick between polaris and the world you love i can't pick can't
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's great and you can't make me Uh, yeah right
0: uh and this was an interesting one uh from uh, elabella medela a year ago the jimmy world song that makes you happy uh, normally, if I'm emotionally connected with juice songs, I'm in a much darker mood, but I cannot listen to All the Way Stay" without a goofy grin on my face. It makes me feel so happy. Which juice songs make you smile when you listen to them? And one listing in here from Conway's Triple Deek, The World You Love. Uh, not really sure if it should be given some of the lyrical content, but hot damn does it put a smile on my face almost every spring. Um, I had to look that up. Conway's Triple Deek. Do you remember what that's from? No. If I said this. Con- Charlie Conway used the triple deke in this movie to beat the vaunted Hawks on a game-ending penalty shot in the Minnesota Pee Wee Championship.
1: Oh, my goodness. Uh, I want to say Happy Gilmore, but I don't remember. Charlie
0: Conway, uh, he is a player, um, used the triple deek in... Uh, it's also a Disney franchise.
1: Oh, I see. It's a Mighty yes. Ducks film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Got it. I haven't seen that one in a long I, time. Yeah, man. you know
0: what? We watched it about a year ago. Uh it holds up, man. It's pretty it's it's good. I mean, especially when he drives out on the ice. And then he I think, why is this guy driving out on the ice? And then he steps out of the car and almost falls, you know?
1: <laughs> it's like, there's the realism. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. What was it? I watched uh I showed Wes uh Hocus Pocus recently, and man, are they everyone seems to be preoccupied with Max's virginity in that movie. <laughs>
4: like it's
1: insane how much it's brought up and i was like oh man we probably won't be watching this for another 5 or 10 we years. watched
0: it on friday uh <laughs> and guess what i mean i don't know what, when all this stuff comes up you brought it up with me like what the whole virginity thing like even like a week or two ago on the, on the discord right what comes up yeah charlotte asked me what's a virgin and i said
1: <laughs> i said oh, somebody see? who is
0: young that's all i said
1: oh boy
0: which was not i mean i didn't i didn't uh i didn't outright lie i don't know you can <laughs> whatever think of what you want but that's what i said yeah Lindsay looked it at has, me and it's I said, like it's I don't so know.
1: weird like why are they why are they so preoccupied with that in that movie eh. otherwise did they like it's like so over yep, the top i agree it seems enough to where uh the kids didn't like it that much oh they
0: love that movie they absolutely love it but oh, okay. this was the first time that she asked me what a virgin was
1: <laughs> yeah just
0: somebody who's there very you young know.
1: yeah someone who's never been in love yeah. <laughs> that was gonna be my go-to if yeah. i got asked like, why does Thor Birch give him shit? For I, being I a
0: know. Jeez, how old is she in this movie? Seven? She's supposed to be something like that. Ten? maybe? Ma- seven or eight? Yeah. Yeah. Gosh.
1: Yeah. Anyway.
0: Yeah. So there you have it. That's all, like, my community, there, buddy.
1: Sweet. I've got. I don't. I don't have anything clever. Uh, this is number fifty-three on Jake T. O'Donnell's top 100 songs. The World You Love Futures 2004. Jim has spun some excellent opening lines in his career. And on The World You Love, he spun perhaps his greatest. I got a story. It's almost finished. Now all I need is someone to tell it to. Maybe that's you. It was the start to one of the most beautiful songs they've ever done with one with a high school sensibility. I fall asleep with my friends around me, but hints at a sadness about letting go that guitar solo hits. And it's not hard. It's hard not to feel something immediately. Those pangs of nostalgia. This may be a good time to mention the world you love also happened to be a big deal to me around my graduation from both high school and college. The world we loved forever gone felt so real to what I was going through, but at the edge of some despair, Jim digs in and he says he won't give in for any amount as Zach drives the song to a different level of euphoria in the last chorus. Now, don't that feel like sunshine after all <laughs> says JT. Oh
0: man. L. I love how he ends it. <laughs>
1: I want to take all my readings of these and put them together for Jake at the end. Yeah, like
0: a little audio uh, memoir. (laughs) Here, have
1: a podcast. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. And that, Justin, takes us to uh, covers and videos. Yeah, man. Now, before I get into covers, holy crap, are there so many photo montages that people use this for? Like one person, I think, had several different YouTube accounts and made different montages for her high school because they all opened the same with like a sepia tone, iMovie uh, effect, <laughs> and then went into like just them having fun in high school. And these are all like uploaded in 2006, these videos. They're so great. I love finding these really old YouTube videos. Um, but then there was this, and I feel like we had come across this Detective Hawk Frost. And let me read the description Sounds uh, familiar. to this, okay? Because I think it's somebody made an animation and set it to some Jimmy Eat World. So here's what they said: Detective Hawk Frost. Oh my God, I actually got this finished before school. Mind, hey, why don't you do that one song by Jimmy Eat World? Me mate i would say i would do this one song when i'm more experienced in animating plus i said i wouldn't do another jimmy world song and then mind did i stutter (laughs) okay so um this is about my oc hawk frost original content uh this is actually kind of a backstory but not at the same time because it deals with the canon events of crossover 12 dragon breaths if someone can find out the backstory i'll love you forever characters in order and then there's a list of characters that i don't care about but let's watch this video because didn't we see somebody try to make like a show open or something i don't remember this being the character but Mm, i'm gonna say it is this is a five minute video though so we can describe it i guess the world you love oh boy wow a lot of times
0: wow so enjoy oh we did watch something like that yeah Uh, It looks. uh, You know, it's like an anime style, right? You can tell by the big eyes. Is that a fox's
4: butt?
0: (laughs) Oh, it's a bird. That's a bird. That's a butt. Flies off. Oh, paws down. I see. Oh, this is cool. It's got the little cues. This is uh, very much like a storyboard.
1: No, Not a in advanced the this what I'm looking at? Yeah, it's
0: kind of hard to see without color. It looks like a little bird that's loving. Okay, real quick, did you talk about Hawk Frost at all?
1: I, uh, I mean, I, I read the description that was on the YouTube page.
0: Right, so that the River Clan warrior thing.
1: Oh man, I don't remember saying anything. Okay, about that. The, so I? Hawk
0: Frost is a character. Uh, it's a Warriors fandom. Um, So I don't know if this is a show or a comic strip. And I I imagine that's what they're drawing in this in this strip here. Uh, Hawk Frost was a River Clan warrior under Leopard Leopard Stars leadership in the forest and lake territories and was a member of the Dark Forest. So it's a villain. But I imagine the story may be something different that this person was putting together. So cute little storyboard. I mean, it's hard to tell if you if you're not familiar with that.
1: The artist is skilled, but yeah, I think it is too rough for the unskilled eye that
0: I very well said, yeah um, but
1: detective yeah. hawk frost there are uh <laughs> many videos one just uploaded just yesterday so detective hawk frost is alive and well and happening so good um there it is uh now we've got covers i did not watch any of them except for stanley drogowski just because his uh his uh thumbnail was so al- alluring <laughs> okay, okay. to me i got um, him but there's some that i you know we've gone to before uh, why don't you fire up text to speech and we'll get oh, this out? Oh, baby, of the way. yes. Well, Christy Brewer has blessed us with uh, her cover of World You Love The.
0: Oh, I love it. World You Love The. All right.
1: Uh, I forget if Christy has an intro or not, so let's see. Oh, yeah. Okay, here we go. You ready? Here it comes.
6: I got a story. It's almost finished. Now, all I need is someone Chazzy. to tell it to. Maybe that's you. Our time is borrowed and spent too freely. Every minute I have needs to be made up. But how? I'm looking for a nice way to say, I'm out. I want out. I fall asleep with my friends around me. Only place I know I feel safe. I'm going to call this home. The open road is still miles away. Hey, nothing serious. We still have our fun. Oh, we had it once, just but once. windows open and close. That's just how it goes. Don't it feel like sunshine after all? The world we love forever gone. We're only just as happy as everyone else seems to think we are.
0: Uh, that really hit its man. stride in the chorus where it's like, don't it feel yeah. like sunshine after all? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I was into that. That was cool, man. I want to snap.
0: Yeah, yeah, I was snapping.
1: <laughs> yeah, very jazzy, man. Yeah, uh, I got this. Was uh, I don't know who this was uploaded by? This is uploaded by. Will it tell oh, me Steve. here? No. Um, it's drum and bass backing track. Oh, okay. Uh, and I like I like to listen to these because I can never. Uh, sometimes I can't tell if it's uh, a. So this is Brody Bearman backing track, 144 BPM. So I'm going to say this is all original user-generated content. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
0: I feel like I'm playing Mario, man.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is Mario Paint for sure. <laughs> I mean, the bass is doing way more than this. Yeah. I Me mean, <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not David, it's just this it goes Oh, there we go. Now it's fingering in there. There it is. Rick's now Rick came to play. Hey, not there bad yeah man there it is very basic but right on yeah if you want to play guitar and <laughs>
1: sing to something there it
4: is yeah there i'm not you sure go. why
1: I just drumming what if i was a bass player and i wanted to play along to guitar <laughs> and drums or... <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: and uh oh this guy we've seen before jake harris he does the vocal and air guitar covers um we've used him in our make a band segments before and all that stuff but let's let's just look at jake uh a solo this okay. A lot of fan. Oh noise. yeah,
0: yeah. This is the bottom third, right? Yeah.
1: But he's not playing guitar, he's singing though. But he's holding a guitar and strumming. I've
3: got stories almost finished. And all I need is someone to tell it to.
1: Like he's got rhythm and
0: strumming is great, but he's just like, for some reason, not actually (laughs)
3: playing.
1: (laughs) So my head cannon for Jay Ferris is that he's the teacher and this is his music room. And then, like, this is his long Thursday. Like, you know, you have your <laughs> yeah. long Thursdays. You do your little yeah. video project. You
0: start, yeah. You start to get a little. Uh, this is crazy. his because
1: he's got so many Jimmy World videos.
0: Yeah, he does.
1: Um, and they're, I mean, he's got a great voice.
0: Yeah, I'd like to hear him in a, him in a band in the right in the right environment. Yeah, uh,
1: like, look, he's doing a Matt in the Secret song here. Let me pull this up like not just jimmy world this dude like does it all
0: same venue or uh is this uh, in a uh,
1: i think so the the thumbnail oh maybe in my head canon we've just turned the camera to the other side of the room well, the field, there's a feeling
2: that is like it, so it's good and out from the well and all the gale that you feel swelling out from above with a pit inside you deeper than hell and it's a crime all the time he's been was he fine in the shrine in the syria now and i try I to try, I try, I try to explain they vain, but it's now fucking hell
1: so good so like yeah, headcanon is we're just seeing the other side of the same room
0: <laughs> you're right it is the same lighting everything yeah but look they got a zz top uh record in the back so yeah he's, i'm interested he's affiliated in, with like, music what's
1: happening here yeah yeah all right so those okay. are like the others that i have now i've okay. got like a drum cover some acoustic boys i've got uh a, a band i think um a couple pianos and an acapella uh
0: so i have two drum covers i'd like to go do you have chances are limited
1: yes who I think we've spoken about before yeah
0: we have definitely this is a guy that plays into the wall but (laughs) we gotta play it at least through to a minute five because that's when I say homie gets goes nuts on these uh oh yeah I love it toms man
1: (laughs) oh why does it say kill yeah you know what didn't even notice
0: greatest at WFL 50s mahogany. kind of Tom play.
1: Oh, how enjoyable! Oh man, dude,
0: thank you so much because that's that's in my head. That's exactly what I want to do when I hear this yeah. song. It's yeah. Like, I need more toms, man. Come on, Zach.
1: Yeah, I'm doing that on my <laughs> steering wheel for sure. So
0: why not? He just figured I'll, I'll record it. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's
1: thinking it. I'd be saying it. Pirates. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay, cool. That was great. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, what else? Yeah.
0: I've got... um, Oh, you know what? Let's do Paul Ventura.
1: Paul Ventura. I don't have Paul Ventura. Ah,
0: Paul Paul Ventura? You'll remember him right away. Paul Ventura plays the hits.
1: I love a good hit. Let's see.
0: Oh, yeah. I love his... He's got a nice dogfish head shirt Guns on, too, it's man. It's
2: almost finished. All I need is someone to tell it to.
6: Delaware. Maybe
2: that's you. Our time is and spent too freely. Every minute I have needs to be made up. But how... I'm looking for a nice way to say I'm out. I want out. I've lost even my friends around me. The only place I know I feel safe. I'm gonna call this home. The is yeah. miles away. Ain't nothing serious. We still have our fun. Oh, we had it once. cats. <laughs> Windows <laughs> open and close. That's just how it goes. Don't it feel like sunshine after all? The world we
0: Pretty good, huh? Yeah, man.
1: That was enjoyable.
0: Yeah. Very clean. Just him and the guitar. Him yeah. and his coost. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's look at Stanley Dragowski.
0: All right. Yeah, let's do Stanley Did you, see you Stan-
1: So Stanley like, I'm like, who is this old dude like shaking a shaker at me? I got to <laughs> see this. And it's just like the most. I-, I don't even know if that is Stanley I'm looking at in the picture. It would be weird if it weren't. <laughs> But, like, given how the video is edited, I'm going to say that's Stanley. (laughs) All
0: right, let's see. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Isn't that composition? (laughs) Composition notebook?
4: (laughs) (laughs) These macro shots.
3: all I need is someone to tell it to.
0: Making up his own Maybe chords, too. You.
3: Yeah, man,
1: it's just like he used the lyrics.
0: Yeah. Time
3: is borrowed and spent too freely. Every minute I have needs to be made up. But how? And I'm losing. sleep with my friends around
1: me. this is like the oh, preset the in a video editing program I where you upload same. one photo and it makes it like a photo montage <laughs> a montage. Yeah. 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 parts so
2: of it yep the open road is still
0: yep. Okay. okay ah, check it out he's got the the uh, chords we still oh i know that font that's fun. some courier new i've ever seen some oh we
2: had one <laughs>
0: Earwig. Like this is very 1992. <laughs>
1: on. See the wee bee, Gita. <laughs> is this like the ring where my phone's gonna ring? Oh,
4: this. There's all these different stuff, in like the titling. Ordinary. What? I need
3: a simple <laughs> this is a uh, dragon made out of motorcycle parts.
2: <laughs>
0: we got a new <laughs> font now. <laughs> well, I'm a a blue with a two-stroke border and a drop shadow. It's a but post-producer to like kind of tie all this together. It gets me
3: straight again. Helps me get over it over
0: Ah, the rock in. show.
3: It might seem like a dream, but it's real to me. Don't it feel like sunshine after
4: all?
0: all right, David, uh, you had mentioned pressing in a calculator, and that's what you thought <laughs> drugs would feel like. This is what I imagine drugs would feel like. <laughs> <laughs> the oh, visuals man. here... I Am I high? Uh, that was that was that was a thing. Yeah. It was, I mean, I don't know. That was Stanley Dragowski. I thought that was, I mean, well done for what it was. An art piece, I'd say. <laughs> yes. Right?
1: <laughs> like the motor like the motorcycle part dragon. Yes. Was this too art? Yeah. Uh, what else you got? Uh,
0: let's see. We've got. Uh, I've got. Oh, Library Card Society. They're back. Let's listen to Library Card Society.
1: Lettuce.
0: Here we go. I've
3: got a story that's almost finished. Sounds great. All I need is <laughs> someone to tell it to. Maybe that's you. Time is borrowed and spent too freely Every minute I have needs to be made up But how? I'm looking for a nice way to say I'm out I want out
0: just imagine the bass coming in there
3: Place yeah I man I feel safe. <laughs> I'm gonna call this home the open road is still miles away and nothing serious but we still have our fun oh we had it once the windows open That's just how it goes Don't it feel like sunshine after all The world we loved forever gone We're only just as happy As everyone else seems to think.
0: Sounds great. Yep. Library card society. Um, Did you happen to put together, do you have any other YouTube ones?
1: Uh, YouTube ones? Yeah. I mean, all of the ones I took over from YouTube this week. Um, I have, I want to check this out, which is my sheet music transcriptions. Ah, yes. uh, Which is like a piano thing. But my guess is Uh that somebody just plugged in like, I don't know, a tab or sheet music to uh, an emulator. So let's see what this came up with. My sheet music. This sounds cool. Yeah, this sounds like uh Charlie like Brown. Zelda music. Or yeah, it's <laughs> Charlie Brown.
0: Yeah, this is when you're in the village in yeah uh, in Zelda. <laughs>
4: get <laughs> yeah
1: yeah this is tight I like this one this one's good these don't always work out so staccato
4: yeah.
0: We're just a couple of drummers, man, (laughs) in this episode.
1: Yeah, man, this is cool. I'm glad. I would check that out.
0: If I could hear that on a grand piano. A grand piano. glorious. A grand piano. Now, are you getting
1: away from YouTube for a specific reason? Should I finish up YouTube? No, no, no. Okay.
0: Nope, nope. Uh, I have a couple more that I liked in YouTube. I Are we going to give Little Red Guitars uh, a play here? uh,
1: Play it because I want to talk about what he's playing here.
0: Okay, and I also want to talk about him just because... It seems like he could be doing anything else but playing The World You Love. That a is a guy. Tom
1: DeLonge, Daphne Blue, Strat. Look at his face, David. <laughs> he wants to go
0: make a Hot Pocket, is what he wants to do.
4: <laughs>
1: Sounds great. He's changed the hardware to all black hardware, though. Because Tom's guitar does not have that black hardware, but he's got everything black, so... The volume knob is black, the pickup is black, the bridge is black, and the jack, uh, the three-quarter-inch, or quarter-inch jack is black. I guess I would have gone black tuning knobs, too. I like seeing him play it. The open D with the. Well, it looked like he was playing the seventh fret, but he'd have to be playing the fifth fret, but it sounds really good. Yeah, fifth fret. That open D with the octave sounds great. Yeah. What's uh, the deal with the guitar? What What is what now? Uh, what This is a Tom DeLonge. That's a Tom DeLonge Daphne Blue Signature Strat, but he switched out all the hardware to black hardware. Right. Um, and my guess is that's probably not the pickup that is used. I mean, obviously it's not because it's got black hardware, but it's possible that maybe he just changed it to black hardware. Yeah. Uh,
0: now, maybe you can help me out with this. Now, I, I, I don't know a ton about uh, electric guitar hardware, but because there's only one set of pickups, is that a uh, humbucker? Uh, As opposed to like the single coil, then if there's just one of them, I mean, it's like the it's like the dual humbucker. So it's got the two single coils wrapped. in Let me in, tell you what uh, it copper. has
1: in it because I never know. I I don't know how I don't know enough about like when people say humbucker and single uh, coil and all that shit to me. None yeah, of that yeah, makes well, sense. Like I don't know what that is.
0: <laughs> like to me, the single coil on a strat, you have the three individual single coils, and then the humbuckers. Like on my SG, I'll have two sets of humbuckers, and that I don't thing know gets what those chunky. Are.
2: <laughs>
1: Uh, Uh,
0: And I don't even know either. I just know that it picks up. It's a much chunkier sound than the tinny sound out of my strat. Uh,
1: So it is a Seymour Duncan Bridge, Duncan Bridge Invader. It's the Invader. So let's see what the Seymour Duncan Bridge Invader, and they do make a black one. So I would have to see like Little Red Guitars 2, Daphne Blue, black hardware, uh, like, it's a bridge humbucker pickup. That's what it is. It's 100 bucks okay. on Sweetwater Music. Okay. And they make a white one and they make a black one.
0: Got it. Okay. Um, so
1: it's, but I don't know what's thing. a humbucker. Oh, I guess it, it so, bucks the hum, right?
0: Well, or, yeah. Here, here, and this is what, this is what I was thinking. So it says, simply put, humbuckers have two coils rather than one. So they are, uh, these coils are wound together. So that's, that's the copper wiring I think that I've seen. Uh, but what I get out of it is a lot less, um, noise and uh like interference when you which is a signature sound of stratocasters right you you can play this and you go oh that's a strat sound but when you hear a humbucker you go oh that sounds like brian bell or or even angus young angus young plays a a, a big sg that's like that we've done this a few times but i've got one can we reserve joe's piano cover for the end
1: yes of course yeah i figured okay
0: all right what else do you have
1: uh, I did want to play this. Maybe you listen to it and we're not impressed, but it is an acapella group as far as I oh. can tell. The Octopodes. Oh, I did not catch that. Ah, the Octopodes. Uh, let me join this room again because I think I broke it when we both paused uh, Little Red Guitars too, And I'm going to paste in the Octopodes. Spring 2008. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh snap! I love how the guy beatboxing is holding the mic the way that yeah, with two fingers on the top, one on the bottom.
4: Yeah.
3: into it, man.
4: his own yeah. world it's so good
0: <laughs> his song ends and he's still beatboxing yeah
1: totally everything gets <laughs> what they were gonna do here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a delight.
0: Love acapella.
1: Ugh. Yeah, man. All right, sweet. So that is, I didn't watch any of the other Kusty Boys. I found a band from Stanford, but their audio is so low. So, so low. Um, so uh, it's just going to be in the YouTube playlist. Okay. Uh, what you have anything else before we uh, have Joe uh, play Yeah, I
0: it? got one rave DJ.
1: Hell yeah. Oh, hell I yeah. I was
0: trying to think of what song... Uh, this track reminded me of that wasn't like another rock song and I came across uh, let's see if you can uh, guess what this is this is called The Mirrors You Love Mr. Justin Timberlake
1: okay yeah man
0: and Jimmy Eat World
1: oh hell yeah dude
3: Yeah.
0: Bit longer
4: <laughs> oh, hell yeah. this is good yeah.
0: I want to see if it redeems itself in the last minute here. (laughs)
4: <laughs> man that was a journey yeah, I,
0: yeah it had moments uh, the vocal lines didn't exactly mesh but i think
1: there were there were some spots where it felt like it felt uh, like it worked out yeah first sure
0: <sighs> man all right do you have joe
1: Oh, yeah. Let me cue, cue up, up Joe for us here.
0: I think it's about that time. Ah, oh, Joe. I love a good Joe.
1: Yeah, boy, Joe. This is an upright piano cover, not to be confused <laughs> with the baby grand or grand piano that cover.
0: A piano. Oh, man.
1: So, Joseph, what are your final thoughts on the song? World you love, comma the from Futures. <laughs> well, I, I, it, I.
0: <laughs> it's so hard for me to put into words. David, Kill is such a beautiful song. It, it, it might even be my top Jimmy Eat World song, and to have this track follow that one is so fitting. I love this song so much. Um, when I listen to Futures a long, long time ago in 2004. <laughs> um, I enjoyed the track, but I didn't get it. And over the last few years, I think I've figured out what the song's about, the the buildup that it, it has, um, all of the different instruments that are included in this and what they add to this song. And it just, it has brought it to like, the, a level of either 10 or 11 uh, for me. So this is like, huge track for me, David. Um, I absolutely love it. Unconditionally love this thing. What about you?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, it's got all these great one-liners and moments that, I mean, obviously drumming to it is a fucking blast. Yeah. Uh, but it has all these little moments that by themselves are incredible. And the fact that they're all in one song uh, just kind of solidifies what a jam it is. Uh, I'm excited to kind of go back and listen to our fall mm-hmm. album's retrospective listen-along and listen to how we went <laughs> gaga over the song at the time. Yeah. Um, and I want to say, didn't this also end up on your road trip playlist or your driving playlist?
0: Jimmy Eat Road?
1: Yeah. It is. It's it track three. Because of You're that. right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's that, that driving drum really kind of gets you feeling <laughs> the, the road. Yep. And, uh, and so, yeah, it's just such a great, Song with all these great chord changes and all these great little moments that I love every time that it comes up. And I don't think about it enough, I feel like, as its own thing. But every time it comes on or if I get to hear it live, uh, it's just such a jam. So there it is. Oh, man. And, uh, you know, I think we should all consider the world we love and while we're all existing in it, consider being excellent to each other
0: well said david and party on dudes